Time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5, getting it started tonight with something brand new from the great affairs out of Nashville, Tennessee, when love is the drug. That's how we ended the show last week, so that's how we started this time around. And I got to tell you, the first time I heard that song, and I was like, there is a total cheap trick groove going on to this whole thing. And then you get on the band's Facebook page, and where it's about them, their intro, how they describe themselves, the instant hooks and melodies of Cheap Trick with the Americana of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I think that's a great description of the great affairs. Working on probably bringing them in somewhere around October when they get ready to release a new album. Tonight on the show, however, I am going to get you introduced to the dreaded Laramie. They are my guests starting tonight for the next couple of weeks. I had a lot of fun with these guys, so that is coming up tonight. You're also going to hear from Say Never. Show news on Fozzie. Got Gravel Switch, and I'm going to introduce you to the damn shames. All of that and more coming up tonight on Rock Around the Region. Saving Able just dropped a new song a few weeks back. They've got some August dates lined up for you so far and then into October, but nothing super close for us. So if you want to go see Saving Able, you're going to have to travel to Springfield, Missouri or Bonner Springs, Kansas to go see them. This is their brand new one called Fire. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. I can't wait. I can't wait.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
Backhand Blue on Rock Around the Region. That is their new one called Drowning, a great video that the band's own Eli Dykstra created. Shot it, uh, edited the whole thing. It's pretty amazing for a DIY video. You can check it out on the band's social media. Now, just on Friday, they decided to uh, hit the road. They've got about a week's worth of dates going through both Georgia, South, and North Carolina. We'll keep an eye out for them to get back home in Nashville so we can check them out. Nonpoint out on the road right now doing the Psychotherapy Center. Sessions tour, which is Mudvayne, Cold Chamber, Butcher Babies, Gwar, and Nonpoint. Nothing close for us, though. However, once those dates wrap up, Nonpoint will be a part of the Blue Ridge Rock Festival on September 6th. And then the very next night, September 7th, they'll be at Manchester Music Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Their new one, A Million Watts. A Million Watts when the beat drops. So is it gonna make you stop? Got the room turning up.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Around the region on Z97.5. That's the latest from 10 years. It's called I Remember. And I remember the last time I saw them. I think it was at the Cowan. I missed that place up in Nashville for sure. Uh, the band have just announced a bunch of shows for the month of September. Kicking off in Missouri on September 1st. Now the closest date for us will be Lexington, Kentucky at the Manchester Music Hall with Nonpoint. That show happening on the 7th and in St. Louis on the 8th. So a couple of opportunities that you will have to travel. It is Rock 
around the region on Z97.5, and I am Samantha Knight. And, you know, I've been doing this show since 2015, and every week I always sign off and be like, hey, if you know of a band that needs to be a part of the show, you're in a band that needs to be a part of this show. If you know something that I don't, let me know. And such is the case to bring me the dreaded Laramie. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you guys here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so for much. having us. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys are out of Nashville, correct? Yep. Okay, so first and foremost, I have to ask the most ridiculous question. Explain the name. Uh, <laughs> our, our parents named us this. Your parents named you this. Yeah. Okay, this has got to be a good story. Please tell. Well, it's just it's on our birth certificate. So each one of us individually, when we were born, were given the name the dreaded Laramie, and we found each other in college, and we we're like, you two are named this. So yeah, it was like the housing algorithm put us all together based yeah. on our name. Wow, we knew it was meant to be. Was anybody from Laramie, Wyoming? Does this where this is where it comes from at all, or just random? Your parents all just had a thought. <laughs> uh, no, but we did get to play there this summer. Yeah. How was that for you? It was really fun. It failed on us. Yeah. (laughs) I thought there was going to be a tornado, but luckily. We played in the basement of a closed Italian restaurant. Well, the basement's the best place to be during a tornado, so rock on. That's the way I say. If you're going to go, you might as well go uh, doing what you love to do. So, So in all seriousness, tell me a little bit about um, this band. Like, how long have you guys been together? How you got started? Uh, Zach and I uh, put the band together in 2016. Uh, and then Drew joined us on bass a couple years later, and Andrew joined us on drums uh, back in 2021. Uh, and the band has only really been the thing it is now since Andrew joined. Uh, this particular group of people has been a really kind of, yeah, special so, arrangement. So with, with you two, with you and Zach uh, starting out together, how do you know each other? Did you grow up together? I mean, like, how did you meet? What made you decide, like, hey, you know what, we should jam? Yeah, we met with mutual friends in college, and uh, I I <laughs> I told MC about uh, my my favorite band at the time, which was Weezer. Okay. Uh, and they're they're still my favorite band at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. But yeah, I told her about Weezer, and she went home and listened to a bunch of Weezer, and came back from Christmas break and just was like on the same level like, as me, I who, do this. who had been yeah, who had been listening to Weezer my you know my my whole life, and so. Uh, on top of just knowing that music very well and being inspired by it, MC is a brilliant songwriter. Uh, and uh, so it was, uh, and also believed in me creatively. So it was really fun to to get together. And that's like uh, kind of when the dreaded Laramie first okay. started. So let me ask you then with, with this, you guys met in college. What did you, did you go to school for music or were you doing something completely different? And then it was just, okay, let's try it because of our love of Weezer at this point. It's, it's a little bit of a mix. I went to school for philosophy. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty dap. Dap. <laughs> Worst day. Good Lord. My it's, English is great. It's kind of dap. Yeah, it's kind of dap. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you decide to do philosophy and how did you like, okay, now I'm going to be a rock star? Yeah, I, you know, I should say this band really wouldn't exist if it weren't for Zach. Like at the time I was kind of just neck deep in doing the academic philosophy thing. Like I would go on to... Um, go to grad school for it too and that was kind of a whole life path and at the time wasn't even really considering myself a songwriter right um it was only zach uh introducing me to the overdriven electric guitar uh in pop music and (laughs) asking to hear my songs and saying that he liked them that was like oh well maybe i should give this a try you know 
at all. So obviously you were just very academically driven. What about growing up? Like, were your parents into music? Did you listen to stuff growing up? Did you have anything that were just like before he introduced you to Weezer? What were you into? I yeah, grew up with uh, bluegrass was the main background. Was a mandolinist yeah. growing up. Um, that was the kind of the main thing. So really liked acoustic, technically interesting folk music. That's a very big mouthful and a great way to explain <laughs> it too. So what yeah. about you, Zach? I I was studying music in college, but um, I had pretty much only done classical guitar until I got to school. And then you got corrupted because it's college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, th- there was a time in my life when I was trying to decide between studying classical guitar in college or coming to Nashville and studying what they call it Belmont commercial guitar, uh, which I guess is just basically everything that's not classical. <laughs> uh, and that seemed like the most uncomfortable thing, the most exciting thing. It was far away from home. Uh, so uh, I never really considered myself to be much of a rock guitar player until I met MC, who was this, you know, brilliant songwriter and also thought that I was a good guitar player. So it's really it interesting <laughs> that you guys were on seems to be completely different paths yeah. before you crossed. And then it was just like something between you just kind of clicked and went, well, you're really good at this and you're really good at this because you said you played mandolin. So obviously you had some songwriting abilities and whatever, but never thought much about it outside of just kind of tinkering around with it, like never wanted to take it seriously? Yeah, I, I had been rejected from Belmont's songwriting program when I was uh, 17 or 18, and so I was How like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm not really a songwriter. I guess I'll just focus on the not. And then when you get to Belmont in Nashville and everyone's a musician, you sure. know, even in your non-music, like non-music business classes, uh, it's just a little bit like, oh, well, why even try? That's, Everyone else is better than isn't me. Isn't that a prerequisite for even moving to Nashville? Is you, got, you have to either <laughs> want to be a musician or you think you're a musician or you are a musician it's like before you move to nashville you got to check one of these boxes seems that way nashville is so oversaturated with with so much but there's a ridiculous amount of talent which something for you guys to like break through that because it is so different because i did listen to the songs that you sent me and it's so different and things are starting to click in my head right now because i'm going to talk more about this in a bit but with your lyrics things are starting to make sense now that you tell me that you are a philosophy major (laughs) like okay now i get it so where do all the hardcore kids go after the house show ends? When they're done hotboxing six in their parents' many fans. And when they've lost all credit and they're straight from their edge, what do they do then? Do they blackmail their co-workers so their next gig has a big audience?
Rock around the region on Z97.5. The dreaded Laramie. And where do all the hardcore kids go? I love this song. The band, my guest in studio right now, we've got MC and Ben, Drew and Andrew. Uh, with you guys then, um, how old were you when you first started playing an instrument? Uh, I was 10 when I started playing guitar. Wow. And it was by your choice or did somebody in the family like get yeah. you turned on to it? The parents said, okay, you have to learn how to play an instrument. You can pick or it's going to be piano. Oh, so yeah. Picked guitar. Anything, anything other than piano. I remember having to take piano lessons when I was a kid. Ugh, I, I used to be able to read music. Can't do it anymore because I, <laughs> you know, that stuff leaves your brain if you don't use it after a while. So, what about you, Zach? What'd you grow up with? Totally. Um, I got for my fifth birthday uh, like a toy guitar, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't think my parents were expecting me to turn to them and say, "How do I play it?" Uh, so they, they <laughs> <laughs> so they got they got me lessons when I was five, and uh, wow, it was Suzuki classical guitar, um, and you know. You know, it was just kind of something that I did on the weekends, yeah. but the the friends that I made there and the teachers that I had in the Suzuki program were like a really, really big part of my upbringing. So um, every time that, you know, I wasn't really practicing that much and my mom was like, do you still want us to do this? Like, are we still <laughs> paying for this? Like, what is this for? You know, I every time was like, no, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then in uh, in high school, I started taking it like very seriously and was like, OK, like what what would happen if I practice? What would happen if I if I try? <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah, that was a big moment for me. But it's it's been a part of my life since I was very young, like pretty much as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So then for each of you, I'll ask you, because obviously you say you have a huge love of Weezer. And I'm going to say this with absolute love for both of you, because this is how I refer to Weezer. I've always referred to Weezer is nerd rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love I mean, they, I mean, Rivers Cuomo is one of the nerdiest guys on the planet. And I love it. And he's a I mean, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Uh, the music's not for everybody, but it's like there's so much stuff and you stop and listen. God, they had a lot of hits. They still make great music. And it's like, what's not to love? So was it Weezer that you first discovered that made you decide to take this path? Or was there something else that was your aha moment that you were like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to shift from classical and go this direction? Um, For for me, like are they, for like first, it was John Denver. That was like the earliest influence. You were my first John Denver. Really? Yes. <laughs> There's always uh, some, I always have something like that's always interesting out here. You're also my first Weezer. So, all right, oh, well, he's going to have another interesting one. Oh, yes, uh, my, my first concert, my my dad took me to see the Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. And they're, <laughs> I I love the Bare Naked Ladies. Well, they're they're, fun. they're so good. Yeah. Uh, um. And so yeah, my first concert, I was like nine years old, and I turned to my dad. It, it we happened to be front row seeing nice. you know at the Temple Buell Theater in Denver and. Uh, uh, I just turned to my dad and I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I think that was like the big one, <laughs> the big one for me. Nice. John Denver, Weezer and the bare naked ladies. That's quite the combo. And then eventually Weezer. And then in high school, the Beatles. Okay. Have been you like did that a little backwards. You realize that, right? <laughs> the Beatles come first. <laughs> I got there as fast as I could. <laughs> but that's okay. It's better late than never because, you know, there's, I, I seem to run into those people that like, they either love or hate the Beatles and people that say they hate the Beatles and yet they will be a huge fan of Black Sabbath. And I'm like, guess what? Black Sabbath wouldn't exist. Led Zeppelin wouldn't exist without the Beatles. And they will absolutely flat out say that. So, I mean, you know, you, you went, you went in kind of a backwards order, but that's okay. You got there. You discovered it, which is all good. <laughs> 
So I want to bring in uh, the, the Drews, the and and the regular Drew. I don't know how you guys keep each other. I mean, you got epic sweet stashes, too. So Andrew and Drew, tell me about your upbringing and, and how long you've been playing and what made you decide to want to do this. Yeah. So uh, this Drew's is going first, regular Drew. Regular Drew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the expansion pack that makes me Andrew. Um, I grew up in central Illinois, and uh, my sister started introducing me to music because she was just always uh, listening to tons of different stuff. She uh-huh. got involved in the like central Illinois emo scene of the okay. 2000s, uh, and so she was just always uh, burning me different CDs of different bands and always making me listen to different stuff. So, for those of you that don't know, yes, that's how we used to do it. Back in my day, you had a cassette, and you put it in the deck, and you hoped that the DJ, like me, would shut up long enough for you to get the song. And then we started burning CDs. Now everybody just wants to steal things from the internet, but burning CDs was always the best because you can make the most epic playlists with stuff and take it everywhere. So because of that, I still don't know any song titles for anything. Like, <laughs> just know that I like it. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and people are like, what's your favorite song from that album? I'm like, four. Uh <laughs> understand that <laughs> so so yeah my sister started showing me a lot of different artists and uh like we would drive around and sing along to stuff i was pretty young at this point and she'd be like you could do this you could be in a band and i was like what <laughs> are you for real because uh, at that point i thought that like you had to be a special type of person to right. do music so it was like are you for real uh and so that kind of just uh, set me on a life path that uh, I've never walked away from. That's, uh, that's amazing. So obviously she's a little older than you. Yeah, my sister's seven years older than okay. me. And, and and an obviously awesome influence. I mean, <laughs> yeah. My older sister did nothing but try to get me in trouble all the time. So I'm a little bit jealous of this this avenue right here that she obviously was looking out for you and going, my baby brother's going to do this, which is pretty outstanding. So what made you choose your instrument? Um, it was because uh, I wanted to be in a band and no one wanted to be in a band with me. So I was like, I know how I'll make them be in a band with me is I'll play the thing no one else wants to. Uh, that is brilliant. Uh, that's how I found my way to the bass. Uh, but I do really love playing the bass. Like it started out as kind of a, a utilitarian choice of like, well, no one wants to be in a band with me. So I'll just make my own stuff. Right. So uh, I need to play bass for it. So here here I go. Why not? Uh, and then ended up just really... Uh, diving into it and uh here i am now playing bass by choice by choice <laughs> no longer by force i actually enjoy it now get up, get up. it's rock around the region with samantha knight everything that rocks c97.5 Oh, my. 
Region on Z97.5 out of Atlanta. That is Say Never and 1994. And a big congratulations going out to the band because during last week's show, they were at an award show where they scored band single of the year for their song Do It Again. That was going down in Atlanta. So congratulations. They got a really cool uh, award, got to play, and you can check out all of that on the band's Facebook page. And of course, being from Atlanta, remember they had a song where they hooked up with Billy Gray from Fozzie. Fozzie is hitting the road with a big bunch of dates. October 19th, Chattanooga. October 20th, Lexington, Kentucky. And then they'll be back around in the month of November. November 5th in St. Louis and November 6th in Memphis. And then, of course, the Jericho Cruise happens at the end of January of next year. So some opportunities to see Fozzie and have a great time. I still burn. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Don't tell me I don't need this anymore. Don't tell me I don't feel the same inside.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That is Seven Dust with Superficial Drug, one of the many amazing tunes on their brand new album, Truth Killer, which is in stores now. The band Out on the Road coming up on the 22nd. That is a week from Tuesday. They'll be at the Orpheum in Memphis. And then a little bit later on this fall, they are hitting the road with Static X, which is going to be an amazing time. Uh, looking forward to seeing that for sure. We'll keep an eye out. In the meantime, what do I got left for you in tonight's show? There's a couple of things, including introducing you to someone brand new, even though you know them. I'll sort all of that out when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Get up, get up! It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Switch on Rock Around the Region. That is Come On. They've got some shows lined up for the month of August. You can check them out at AJ's in Glasgow, Kentucky on the 25th. And at Beaver Dam, they're doing a big end of summer bash uh, Beaver Dam, Kentucky on the 26th. Check out their Facebook page for more details on that. I am Samantha Knight. A big thank you to you for tuning in and checking out the show tonight. Support local and regional artists. We've got some amazing talent here. More with the dreaded Laramie will come your way next week on the show along with another new song from them. In the meantime, if you got questions, comments, you know of a band that I need to be familiar with, let me know. You can hit me up on on uh, Facebook. Samantha Knight Radio is where you'll find me on Facebook. Or you can drop me an email, Samantha at Z975.com. Excited to bring you something brand new tonight. And of course, uh, they have a new name, but you know all of the members of this band. Andrew Clayton and Trevor, formerly known as Kiss Kiss Bang. Now they are the damn shames. And I'm digging on this one. This is how we wrap up tonight. Who killed rock and roll? It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. Torpedoes and sing along But I don't know 